There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21-plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Tuesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin in the house, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. How you doing, Kelly? You good, good man? It's popping. Oh, so much. We'll get to that momentarily. I, I hate to talk about what's popping this morning, but I guess I got to. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Carr will join us to talk Champions League a little later on. It's the number one champion sound. Uh, maybe, we'll get, champions. maybe we'll get him to sing some Estelle what later. A great song. Paul Carr with Champions League semifinals today. Leg number one, as opposed to leg number two. Uh, two games to break down. Chrissy Andrews in studio. My Mishbucha. Mark Borchard from an undisclosed location in the desert. Talk Major League Baseball. We'll do a little... Uh, We'll do a little handicapping exercise that Mark and I used to do, oh, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago when we handicapped baseball. See if there's any uh, way that that can translate into bets for us. Jay Kahn on the Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh, how about those Vegas Golden Knights? Or more specifically, what's up with the Edmonton Oilers? We'll talk to Jake. I'm going to ask Jake to power rank the remaining eight teams in the NHL. Well, I like it. Just see what he comes up with on the fly. Of course, I did not prepare him for this. So he's going to be like, well, I don't want to do that. <laughs> He'll be fine. He's a pro. Edge. So right right now you have four teams yeah. between plus 360 and plus 500 to at win, the top. To win the Stanley Cup. To win Cup. the Stanley Cup. That is, that's the postseason mm-hmm. in hockey, which is why I'm going to go into the power ranking. Power ranking uh, with, the, with the current series tally aside. So no three zeros, two ones. Just if it were zero zero, what do these teams? Oh, look okay, like to interesting. You? Um, I've got an Oilers ticket. That was not a, that was not a fun game last night. No, that was brutal for for you for the Oilers backer, uh, which Andy McNeil was. He was uh, apoplectic about it. And Drew Dinsick will join us to talk uh, NBA, and of course, uh, see if he has any any Italian open plays today. Uh, I did not, by the way, on day number one. Nor did I have any quarter plays that I liked. Uh, on the ladies' side, that were established. A few people were asking about that, but we'll see what Drew has. Uh, we must begin, though, with that game last night between the Lakers and the Warriors. Because, in case you missed it, by the way, what a, what a heart attack basketball. And you said it yesterday, Kelly. Like, if you could only watch this series and you didn't have to watch the other three, would you take that deal? Or you, you, you weren't able to watch the other three, would you take that deal? And I think the answer is yes. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Yep. Lakers win it 104-101 and cover the two-and-a-half-point closing spread. How people bet this uh, sides ATS preflop on a daily basis, I will never know. He says, as he's about to give his first ATS preflop pick coming up <laughs> on the show. Well, I thought you were going to more mention, like, 
Like, the movement is just wild, like, in the hour or two before the games uh, go off. It is, but that gets back to just what you, Matt, and I used to talk about on Primetime Action, where we just got to see things light up like a Christmas tree like never before. Why? Because it's almost as if tens and more millions of people are betting on this stuff. Okay, we've been saying that for, you know, what, two, three, I mean, even longer, but... I don't know what it is. I still get surprised by it. Yeah, no, like, I, I still get surprised. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Let's go back to, to, to last night's game and, and see if this induces any kind of bet. How are, the, how are the Warriors only plus 380 to win this series now down 3-1? to one? I, was, I was hoping for double that. I can't take a bite at plus 380, even though I, I would have wanted to if it were more. Anyway, last night, the Warriors, let's just pick it up in the second half. The Warriors went up 8 Less than 90 seconds in the third quarter. Then the Lakers went on a 10 to nothing run. They went up two points, 59-57. The Warriors went on an 11 to nothing run. They go up 9, 68-59. Then the Warriors were up 12, 77-65. The Lakers with a 12-4 run to cut it to 81-77. And then down 7 to start the fourth quarter. They scored 9 in a row to go up 2. And it was back and forth from that point forward. The Lakers end up outscoring the Warriors in the fourth quarter, 27-17. to More on that in a moment. Curry ends up 31-10-14 with three steals. AD, 19 at halftime, finishes with but 23 for the game. Only took four shots in the second half. He did have 15 rebounds. LeBron, 27-9-6. And, and this will forever be remembered. Game four will be as the Lonnie Walker, the fourth game. Just like Landry Shamit came up big. For the Suns in uh, the fourth quarter of that game the other night, Lonnie Walker, the fourth, 15 points, all of them in the fourth quarter on six for nine, shooting just what the Lakers needed to get over the top. And now with a three to one series lead, 538, Nate Silver's operation over there, their projections uh, system now gives the Lakers an 84% chance to advance. 84%. Historically, it's a 95% chance to advance if you have a three to one lead. But let's just go to the final three minutes because this is really what it boiled down to. With 3.01 to play, Clay hits a three for the Warriors. They go up 99-96. Then Lonnie Walker misses a jumper on LA's next possession. At that moment, with the ball up three, Golden State's win probability was 74%. Peaked earlier at 87.1% late in the third when they were up 12. Now, that, this, this begins a sequence where if you're a Warriors fan or someone who has followed and loved the Warriors for so many years... I said this after the Jordan Poole shot at the end of game one, where everyone was like, oh, I can't believe Jordan Poole shot that. I didn't really have a problem with it. I certainly didn't last night when Clay and Steph missed these. But what happened was Clay took one from the logo, basically. Oh. The crypto.com logo. <laughs> I don't want to leave out the sponsor. No offensive rebounding around. And then 14 seconds on the shot clock on the next possession, he moves to his left. Really no room in front of him. The Lakers scored after. He misses that. The Lakers scored after each of those. And the Lakers now up 102.99. So from a three-point deficit, they're up three after those two clay misses. Then Curry, on the pick and roll, let's bookmark that, restores, you know, a bit. He gets the the driving layup, so it cuts it to one. But the next time he has the ball with a chance to take the lead, they, they again abandon the pick and roll, which we'll get to. Curry, you know, does his thing with Anthony Davis out there on the perimeter for eight seconds. Can't really shake loose. He throws up a contested fadeaway uh, from beyond the elbow. Seven seconds left on the shot clock. He misses that. And then Draymond gets the board. He's got Dennis Schroeder on him. Doesn't for a second think about taking to the hole. He throws it back out to Curry, who then takes another jumper about 12 feet further than the first one. That misses. 
Walker hits two free throws. Lakers lead by three. Golden State calls a timeout. And Draymond proceeds to just throw the ball away. But the Warriors tie up at AD. Goes to a jump ball. Somehow Curry gets the jump ball and then throws it out of bounds. He had a timeout, unlike in the King series when he didn't have one and almost cost them that game. Yeah. Okay. By the way, Jordan Poole only played 10 minutes. Gary Payton left the game with 9.49 left in the fourth, which was strange because he was having a great game. But this is really about that pick and roll, which I wouldn't necessarily bring up, but Stan Van Gundy did a great job about scream, uh, of screaming about it the entire game mm-hmm. last night. He's right. And he's right. So I hate to bring up numbers, but that's what we do here. In the first half, the Warriors put Anthony Davis into 24 screen action plays. They scored 1.35 points per chance, resulting directly from that. So basically, that would have registered, Kelly, as the most efficient pick-and-roll offense, including passes, for any player in the league this season per synergy. Yep. Golden State having a uh, field day with it. They um, Exactly what they wanted to do, get Davis out of the paint. That Remember... That allows back cuts, guys to slash to the bucket that you were didn't have before when AD's camp down there. Right. It was working em- perfect. It's empty in the middle. It worked in game two. Remember, the Lakers' response was, oh, I know, well, instead of uh, being on Draymond, we'll, we'll put him on Jermichael Green. Um, and then in this game, their response was, oh, we'll put it, instead of putting AD on, on Gary Payton, well, now we'll put him on Wiggins. Um, so point blank layups, wide open threes. And then after all that success in the first half, what did Steve Kerr do in the second half? He cut the Davis pick-and-roll actions by 75%. Only went to it six times, and the Warriors scored that, that few 17 fourth-quarter points, as we said, just 17 fourth-quarter points, lost the game, only went back to it late on that Curry yep. uh, layup that cut it to one late. And it instantly translated. You saw Anthony Davis as a much more def- a much bigger defensive force in the second half, and especially in that fourth quarter. So what's the betting upshot of this? The betting upshot, so as I said, you know, I, uh, my immediate instinct in this is, do you, do you feel like the, the Lakers are resoundingly the better team? I don't. Do you feel like the Warriors might actually still be the better team? Maybe. Could the Warriors, if they make any of those threes at the end yesterday, or certainly have a better, you know, finish in, in game one. Could, could they? Could this be two to two? Let alone up three to one? Maybe, but they're not. They're no, down three absolutely. to one. They're not. Can they still win this? Would you bet it at plus three eighty? I would not. It's not nearly high enough. But do I think they could win this? I actually do. Yeah, I I, I think they could. I would. I wouldn't bet that either. Um, the uh, I did. I bet game five though. I bet I laid it with the Warriors as soon as that opened, and boy did that number shoot up. <laughs> I listen. I what is it now? What did you get it at? What is it now? Uh, I bet I laid five and a half. It's five. six and a half, seven yeah. right now. Um, the, the the pre-flop ATS that I played is the Nuggets tonight. I played it at five. Oh, I'm on that too, baby. Let's go. Actually, so, I'm on that pretty dang big. I do not believe I have given out one single pre-flop play uh, during this postseason in terms of a spread. But this is the one I was sort of mentioning this last night. We'll get back to the uh, the Warriors here, but. This is the one where, like, Devin Booker's 34 of 43 in his last two games. I do not believe the Suns can beat the Nuggets on their on the Nuggets' home court into the elevation, and I do not believe Booker can sustain this. He is a human being after all. So I'm just going to play it that way. Yeah, and I, and think I think the Nuggets roll them tonight. I think this series you've seen the perfect, like, role players play better at home situation yeah. too. Expect that to shift a bit. Um 
Yeah, I, I like the Nuggets a lot tonight. And, and look, the Warriors, they had their chances last night. I mean, they shoot under 30% from three for the game, right? Like I, There's a lot that went right for the Warriors last night that gets disguised by a loss. As much as as stuff as that is to say, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't be you can't be overwhelmed by the result. And I get it, we're a results oriented thing. But you can't as as a betters moving forward, you can't let that color what you would wager on here moving forward. So I you listen. Plus three eighty is not nearly sexy enough to be, to play it for me. But if it if it had been like six to one or seven to one, I would have taken a sprinkle on. Mm-hmm. But Steve Kerr, all this stuff about the pick and roll we talked about. Oh, he'll know about it today if he didn't, like, calculate it in his head last night. And you gotta think. And I get it, too, right? Because Clay and Curry hoisting has gotten them championships. But maybe simplicity is the answer. We'll come back. Drew Densick's thoughts next. Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. numbers game on vcent the sports betting network it's time to download nevada's premier sports betting app bet mgm sports bet mgm with all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting boosted odd specials and much more download the bet mgm app today and stop by any mgm casino on the strip with your state issued id to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in nevada whatever your sport whatever your betting style you're going to love bet mgm's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week visit bet mgm for terms and conditions must be 21 or older and physically located in nevada please gamble responsibly gambling prompt call 1-800- 522-4700. It's Gil Alexander. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the uh, feedback. Whole bunch on the uh, Lakers and the Warriors. Glenn, uh, Len Glauzenski. The Warriors lost the game last night due to Clay Thompson's inability to make shots. He stunk. Clay needs to get his head out of you-know-where. Though he didn't say you-know-where. Jason Stark. Reality is if Steph and Clay combined for six threes, the Warriors just aren't winning. Yeah, it's probably true. Jordan Alexander, I get the AD pick and roll stuff, but you're not taking into account Curry on ball all game, killed his legs, and it showed in the fourth. It probably did. Uh, he, he was doing everything last night. I think, the, I think the Lakers are tired at the end of every game too, though. But yes, Steph, I mean, everything ran through Steph last night, and he was on the ball all game long. Fatigue is absolutely part of it. Uh, this is from Sparty KY says, uh, why can't we have day baseball? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I'll make a call. Uh, New York Mets 16. Uh, this can, uh, oh, Lonnie Walker in the fourth, 15 points. Warriors 17, as we pointed out. This cannot happen in a fourth quarter for a championship team. And he adds, uh, quoting me, he says, maybe simplicity is the answer. Uh, could not agree more, Gil, after watching three-pointers getting launched when you're only down one. Yeah, and let me just repeat the, the last comment before we get to Drew here, which is, I like, it's understandable why Steve Kerr, of all people, 
might not be able to stick with something like that because you've got the two greatest shooters, arguably, in the history of mankind. And it's won you four championships. It's almost won you more. It's gotten you out of every jam. So he stuck to it in the first half. I'm not condoning it because he should have stuck with it long. Just because AD makes a, just because AD now makes a switch to Wiggins, you don't have Peyton in the game. You shouldn't stop running it, right? And I can see, though, because Kerr doesn't want to, he hates doing the up-top pick-and-roll. He hates that historically because his team just, his team doesn't function on that. His team is different. But desperate times, right? Yeah. Just make it simple. No, you got to bring up what Lonnie Walker did yesterday. He's amazing. That was an incredible performance in the fourth quarter. They're literally drawing up plays for him instead of LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Like, that was – as a lot of people have already said, it's one thing to come off the bench and to be asked to guard someone or to spot up in the corner and just take threes if you get the opportunity. It's different to come in and take over a game of that magnitude in that fourth quarter. Yeah, this is me every time Lonnie Walker put up a shot. I'm like, rebound. Oh, God. <laughs> every time. Drew Densick joins us. He hosts not one but two podcasts, The Deep Dive with Andy Molitor, and, of course, NBC Sports Bet the Edge. You can follow him on Twitter at whale underscore capper. How you doing, Drew? Oh, I'm tremendous, Gil. I can't believe you guys have completely looked past the obvious. Robert Griffin III pointed it out. Kobe Bryant's ghost inhabited uh, Lonnie uh, Walker the fourth. That was obviously what happened last night. Um, but no, that was. Uh, hopefully, everybody got to, got to stay up and watch that one because uh, it was very cool fourth quarter. Uh, ultimately, just seeing how that played out, and um, it's been a good series. Uh, I've been chasing unders in this series pretty aggressively. So uh, last night was uh, kind of a dream come true. I'll cash all the alts, cash. Uh, uh, you know, that basically every way to play that. So, uh, very, very happy with last night's result. And, um, I don't think the series is over by any stretch of the imagination, but boy, oh boy, does it feel like the warriors need some tendency breakers? Cause yes. Yes. the Lakers had all the Lakers. They saw it coming. <laughs> they saw everything coming down the stretch. Now, they need you know, some there was, tendency breakers. Well said, I, let's circle back to this, but let's, let's get to it. Cause you just said you've been chasing unders in that game. I mentioned yesterday about the nuggets and the Suns especially in the two games, well, really, particularly the two games in Phoenix, you could chase overs in oh, any yeah. which way. Is that your strategy for this game tonight with the Nuggets favored by five and a half? Yeah, I think tonight's games lack the drama of what we saw last night. I uh, and I think you're talking about home teams with margin. Um, as good as the uh, Suns offense was in at home, particularly in game four, um, I, you know, I, I, I will pay to see uh, Landry Shamit and Jock Landale and TJ Warren um, beat me here. Uh, five and a half is too short. Um, I'm pretty into this on the open. I think it was four and a half. There was some speculation that Jokic might get suspended, which I, in hindsight, seems laughable. I don't know why anyone would uh, would have expected that. But um, Nuggets here by, uh, by margin, I think, is the right look. And... Um, you know, the series overall, I don't think is, is done. Uh, and I'm, I'm a, uh, nuggets, um, backer here series wise. And I'm a little nervous, uh, not for game five at all, but for six and seven, um, there's a lot of whiffs in this series of what we saw between the Ma- Mavericks and the Suns last year, uh, just in terms of singular performance of Booker being able to kind of be the key factor. If you have a, a relatively tight game seven, 
Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes when you're the, the clear favorite, you're the, you know, the best team in the regular season in your conference and you have the home game seven and the expectations are high. Like sometimes that negative energy curdles, uh, like what we saw with the Suns last year in game seven versus the Mavericks. So, um, again, like I think this game almost certainly is going seven. Uh, I mean, this series is almost certainly going seven. And then, uh, at that point, Phoenix four, three at plus three seventy. Uh, I'm going to take a little bit of that to cover some of my uh, Nuggets series price exposure. Yeah, think about that. Phoenix plus 370. If you get it to Game 7 and you do have KD and Booker in that situation, obviously on your team, the Warriors down 3-1. Yes, they do have home games 5 and 7, but only plus 380, just as a contrast to that. Uh, By the way, I didn't think it was laughable at all. Like, until they said Jokic was only getting fined, I absolutely believe that was being batted around in the room because the NBA, they don't mess around with that kind of stuff, dude. And I said yesterday on the show, I go, what's going to happen is they're not going to because they're going to do the two wrongs make a right they're, okay. they're Because yeah. it, because it was yeah. Maddish Bia, they yeah. couldn't, they couldn't eject the fan, him being the fan. They couldn't, you know, say, oh, you can't have season tickets for the rest of the year. So because they were locked into that, they couldn't do anything to Jokic. I think if it were not the owner, Oh, I absolutely think they would have because you, you yeah, had to have yeah. in the regular season. But I think that's what, the, that's what ended up happening. The main, yeah, the main broadcast angle, it did look like, oh, man, something might come of this. But the alternate angle where Matt dives <laughs> was like, oh, <laughs> there's nothing there. Yeah. I didn't he didn't he didn't give him a forearm. Come on. Like that was uh, that was I thought a little yeah. over. Well, it was a flop. But, uh, but contact. Yeah, was it was made. a flop. It was a flop. What, yeah. what about this? So the Western Conference, like <laughs> I feel like I have thoughts, you know, before, during, whatever the Eastern Conference. And we'll get to the heat last night. But but let's talk about tonight's the Celtics and the Sixers. You had the great Harden games in games one and four. You had the miserable Harden games in two and three. That's your, mm-hmm. that's your hack explanation of this series. Celtics are seven-and-a-half-point favorites in Game 5. It's 2-13 on the total. 2-2 two to two here on the series. The Celtics go back pretty much on the series to what their preflop number was, north of $3. What do you make of this game? Like, can you come into this with a conviction of any kind? I think Game 5, again, like, you're going to get... You, you, both so both of these game fives tonight we're at the point in the series where the role players at home perform better if that makes sense mm-hmm. um and so you know the the home team's prevailing here in games five and six in both of these series i think is likely um you know we're I, you know we're you know celtics if they can get anything out of the bench. If they can, uh, you know, take a little bit of the offensive pressure off of, uh, off of Tatum, particularly late in these games. Uh, if they have a little bit better mall movement, if they're shooting better, which they do at home, um, then this should be, uh, you know, a pretty clear and comfortable win for them. I laid the points here with the Celtics. I think this is going to be a double digit one, uh, you know, and again, like if this we're, at, we're again, game five two. both of these series are tied to two, neither of these games is really do or die. So the road team, they got one more shot at home uh, to take it to a game seven. So if the home team does their job, if they have a comfortable lead in the fourth quarter, this turns into just like a, you know, kind of run it out scenario here where, you know, the home team wins by 20, 30 points like that. I think the, those are long tails to 
um, the favorites covering in both of these games. Um, and as I look at the series broadly, I see, uh, uh, you know, the most important player on the court for the 76ers went from clearly Embiid heading into this series to clearly Harden, in my opinion now, uh, because Embiid can really only give you two, three quarters of 100% defense, and he's really doesn't look interested or able to uh, give it to you offensively, uh, particularly in the fourth quarter of these games. And if that's the case, then, uh, you know, it really does come down to what does James Harden, you know, have left in the tank here. Um, and I think he can win a game six at home, surely, uh, particularly if they get the same level of defensive performance out of Embiid in that game. But, um, you know, I'm not feeling great if I'm uh, a Sixers backer or a Sixers fan based on the way what I've seen Embiid in, ter- in terms of just how he's sort of deteriorated, deteriorated physically uh, throughout the last handful of games. So you're laying the points here tonight. You're laying the seven yeah. and a half. Wow. Yeah. I, okay. and I, honestly, I think you. I think you can lay all spreads with the Celtics and the Nuggets, uh, and just because there is a long tail to these games getting completely out of control. If you look at, you know, Game Fives and two-two series, uh, the average margin is bigger than you would expect. I did with the Nuggets. I absolutely did with the Nuggets. I did. I have not with the Celtics, and I don't believe I will. Probably uh, wait for in-game. More with Drew on the other side. I want to talk to him about the Heat. Um, is the best of futures play currently available in the NBA staring us in the face? Uh, we'll talk to him about that. We'll get back to the Lakers and the Warriors. And did he have any tennis plays or does he have any left today in Italy? Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a lot to bet on in the next 30 days, and for a limited time, you can subscribe to VSIN for only $9.99. That gets you insight into daily baseball best bets, NBA, and NHL playoffs. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Also, a top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. Sign up now for only $9.99. That's $9.99 at VSIN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin here as well. Uh, we get tweets. I just want to read a couple here. This is from Bet with Bo at Jerry Bo Knows. He says, uh, oh, he's, he's letting me know that Mike Greenberg, ESPN's Mike Greenberg, thinks the weather in Miami is sapping energy from his Knicks. Yeah, I didn't get to hear that uh, <laughs> that explanation this morning, Listen, but I saw it as well. Kelly, we all know the humidity in Miami, you know. Boy, my goodness. Uh, Except they're not playing outside. Yeah. Also, it's like 82 right now. That's right. It's a beautiful time. It's like oh, gorgeous, gorgeous down there. Miami between late October and early May. Gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. You you hit it perfectly. Yep. We, we're getting in the we're getting yeah. into the heat up period, just like we are out here. But inside the arena, always nice. <laughs> Should be pointed out to Mike Greenberg there. Uh, and then, uh, by the way, every time you see Austin Reeves now, do you think about my uh, guy from Ferris Bueller oh, all the time? God, yeah. I got a couple tweets on that. <laughs> I can't unsee it. No, the problem is now it's now yeah. it's 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 translated all the way, right? So not only do I think about hit like you know how many times I I, I got up off the couch and yelled Abe Froman like yesterday <laughs> after he hit a shot because like now look about look like that guy. Then I just think of that one scene. It's That's so classic in the restaurant. Cam, he's so Sausage angry. King of Chicago. <laughs> He's totally from Ferris Bueller. Uh, Drew Ditzik rejoins us from the Deep Dive and Bet the Edge podcast. Um, let me just talk about the Heat real quick, since that's where we segue into with that Greenberg uh, thought. The heat, the heat now up 3-1 to one on the New York Knicks. Uh, we head back to New York for Game 5 tomorrow. Now, here's the deal. The Heat have mm-hmm. opened up this postseason, the eighth-seeded Heat, 
seven and two straight up against the Bucks and the Knicks. Think about how we thought about the Bucks. Think about how we thought about the Knicks in some cases prior to this postseason. What would your number have been on a seven and two start for the Heat? I'm just asking that rhetorically. But I guess my my question is this: the only the only eighth seed to ever win two series, by the way, they won three, was the 1988-1999 New York Knicks. That was a strike-shortened 50-game season in which they got all the way to the NBA Finals before the Spurs beat them. This is a full NBA season. This is a Heat team that was, I won't even say middling. We went through some of their metrics. They were down towards the bottom in so many categories in the NBA this year. They got crushed in the 7-8 game. They were they came back from the dead in the game for the eighth seed. And here we are. They're four to one to win the East. Let's not even get into the eight to one to win it all. Up three one, four to one, plus four hundred to win the East. Is that not a is that not a good bet? Oh boy. <laughs> I, I don't think it is, but okay. boy, is it tough to doubt the heat right now. It is. Um Sure I is. mean, they they got they got legends like Caleb Martin and Max Struess sure. and Gabe Benson out there. And sure, there's <laughs> getting great. they're getting some they're getting some good minutes out of Haywood Highsmith. They haven't even <laughs> they haven't even had to deploy the secret weapon Omer Yurtsevin yet. So, um, you know, they they have another gear. Um, no, I I honestly like this the fact that the Heat team looks like the team from last year's playoffs that basically ran through the same side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, gave the Celtics everything they could handle in the in the Eastern Conference Finals is not something that I saw coming. Uh, Jimmy Butler obviously is peaking at the right time, uh, and I think realistically, this is uh, it's going to be a tough Eastern Conference Finals for whoever emerges. My, I, mean, I would say well, I lean lean lightly Celtics. Let but, me let uh, me just yeah. add a, let me just add a detail to that potential right the hypothetical Eastern Conference Finals if the Heat in fact close out the Knicks in one of these final three games, Spolstra mm-hmm. versus Missoula slash Rivers. I mean, Spolstra versus anyone right now, like the coaching in the second round of the playoffs has been woefully under, you know, underwhelming, except for Eric Spolstra. He's the only guy that's really distinguishing himself with the way he's got his team playing disciplined basketball right now. And uh, I mean, I, I, he doesn't have much to work with in terms of adjustments. He's literally just has to have his guys not make mistakes. Like that's kind of all that's happening as far as I can tell you. Uh, and, you know, I think, they realistically, the heat probably go to the garden and close this out in game five. I like them in game five at a plus money price. I don't think this is uh, realistically going to be extended any longer. The Knicks offense just gets bogged down in just absolute misery. Uh, once you get out of the first quarter of these games and you know, it's, it's uh it's a lot to ask Jalen Brunson to be the hero and carry it when he can't get by, uh, you know, Gabe Vincent off of a screen. So it's, it's tough tough to really expect that the Knicks are going to find f- enough form to not only win this game, but to cover mine, you know, cover four points. I, I think that market's broken and I think the heat probably get through four one for the second straight series. So uh, yeah, my price of the heat getting through four one against the bucks four one against the Knicks before we started the playoffs would have been about 500 to one. Um, so <laughs> here we are. Well, Kelly, Kelly brought up something via text yesterday, Kelly. I hope you don't mind me bringing this up. It doesn't have anything to do with anything other than think about if you're if you were a Cavaliers backer, think about how you feel right now. Like the Knicks destroyed that team, destroyed yeah. them, and now the Knicks are getting destroyed by the transitive property of basketball, apparently by the Heat. <laughs> so it's like it, it really is. It just you think about where your brain was before the playoffs started, oh, yeah. and then the matchups, how they play out. You're like, wow, we in many cases know nothing. Yeah, and I'm and, and, and the. 
even more than just the fact that the Heat are getting it done, it's not like Jimmy Butler's had to put on his cape and and just be the guy in Game Six and Game Seven, right? Like they're they're running these teams out of the gym. <laughs> like it's crazy, and you know, particularly their fourth quarter efficiency. It's like that they they choose that you know they they make all of the correct decisions as a team. Um, and they're, you know, basically playing with one brain and, uh, that's sort of the, I guess the, the best thing you can say about sort of where they are here. But, um, you know, I think a lot of what, uh, you know, I, I, I am, I back off of the heat to win the East just because the way that they match up specifically against the Celtics with the Celtics length and the two guards on the floor at the same time, uh, you know, they're not going to get the same looks from three. Um, you know, their, their three point shooting in general has been above expectation considering who's getting the shots and the quality of the shots that are taking. Uh, and once you add a little bit of length and a little bit better perimeter defense, uh, with some of the, uh, you know, some of the wings that the Celtics have, uh, particularly in their closing five, uh, I really don't see the heat being able to score at this, uh, at this level in the East conference finals, if it's against the Celtics. Now, if it's against the Sixers and, you know, Joel Embiid is limping around out there with the torn LCL, then, you know, then yeah, sure. Why not heat? Um, but, uh, I think, you know, you're, you're almost better, uh, you know, betting the Sixers to win the series and parlaying that with the heat to, to win the East. If you really, uh, you know, think that that's your likely outcome here. So Celtics still for me, I don't think minus minus one ninety five is especially advantageous as far as the price goes. Um, and the Celtics heat probably, you know, maybe it'll, there'll be some competitive moments of that series, but I don't ultimately, uh, expect the Celtics to come through and be in the finals real quick. Cause I want to get your tennis thoughts. Are you taking the warriors in game five? Are you taking the Lakers? Or are you touching it at all? Oh, Warriors lay the points and don't even worry about it. Okay. That, I, that, that, that's going back to LA, I think. Uh, and at that point I'm probably going to be on the under and, and, uh, the Lakers in game six. Italian open. It's the last, uh, big clay tournament before the French, uh, tennis's clay slam later this month. Uh, it started on the lady side overnight. I did not have any plays. You have one that is going on right now. Maybe there'll be an in-match opportunity here for someone, but what was your play? Yeah, looking for Alicia Parks to come through against Annette Contevet. Annette Contevet has had a very, very, very poor 2023 so far. Um, she's losing to players that she has no business losing to um, and uh, really only played the one true warm-up on clay in Madrid and lost in round one to Carolyn Muhova, 6-2, 6-2. So uh, not exactly sure what she has done to warrant favoritism status over, uh, you know, a player with, uh, you know, just some unknown ceiling in Alicia Parks. So... I have Alicia Parks on the money line. That's already in play, and it's been a it's been a decent battle so far. But uh, the further this goes, the more I would favor Parks. So okay, maybe uh, a, maybe she an, comes through. Maybe an in match opportunity if you uh, believe yeah. in Drew and believe in Parks in that match. And then the the quarters, which um, hopefully they put back up at, at shops like DraftKings here uh, tonight again. It's, a, it's Sviatek is in quarter number one with Sakari and, and Rybakina. Q two is just stacked. Jabor, yeah. Bedosa, Krajikova, Ostapenko, yeah. Kasset, Kina, Teichman. Q3 is the Golf Pagula uh, quarter. But you you have a bet or two in Q4, which is where Sabalenka is getting ready for this, Kelly. Plus 100. Sorry, everybody. That's how I want to say it. That's how I'm going to say it. Also, minus 100. That's for, the, that's for the new betters out there. Plus 100. That's right. Plus 100. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. What, what did you bet yeah. in Q4? 
Who did you? Uh, so I'm taking non Sabalenka there. I think that's kind of an outrageous price. Yeah, she's been amazing so far this season. Certainly, uh, her tr- title in Madrid was not something that I saw coming. I lost some money on that, so hat tip to her. Um, but she, I don't think she can back it up in these conditions. It's much slower in Rome. So I took her on in Q4, and I grabbed a couple long shots. I'm looking for uh, the uh, the youth and Linda no- Noskova uh, out of the Czech Republic to uh, make a little bit of noise here. And then uh, I think uh, an old favorite. Of of the uh, numbers game listeners, Sophia Kennan has yeah. a, a, a decent <laughs> Back shot in the here. Day. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know I think Kennan can make a make a little bit of noise here. So those are my two long shots in Q4. Oh, remember we went on Kennan at the Aussie Open, and then the pandemic hit, and it got yeah. completely forgotten. Yeah, it's Drew, like 50 years ago, right? It feels like it was 50 years ago. Drew, always great, man. Appreciate it. Hey, best luck to you guys. Drew Densick, everybody. Let's talk some hockey on the other side with Jake Hahn next. Numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, authorized gaming partner of the NBA, hits the court with a special playoff parlay insurance offer. Place a one-game parlay of four legs or more and get back a bonus bet up to $25. And if you miss one leg, yeah, get it back. Enjoy the playoffs like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds, specials, and parlay selection features throughout the postseason. Log in now or sign up and opt in to get it to get back rather a $25 bonus bet if one leg in your one-game parlay falls short. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in D.C. That's Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. Uh, Kelly, your uh, your favorite part of that uh, segment with Drew was the ambivalence when I asked the question about the Heat. Are the Heat the best bet on the board? He's like, I don't think so, but uh, I I just I feel he he answered it as well as I possibly could. Yeah. I, there is it, we've hit the point where I don't what could you say about this team? It doesn't make any sense to us who have been betting the NBA all season long. But um, yeah, they've got Jimmy Butler, they've got Eric Spolstra, they've uh, doing it without Tyler Hero. It should be doing noted it without Tyler Hero, and it's just some different guy who. Like, we always make a big deal about this in the NFL, right? Where it's like, all oh, these teams passed on this guy. Mm-hmm. A bunch of NBA second-round draft picks and dudes that didn't get drafted at all. Like, it's incredible. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, let's talk some hockey, because that postseason has been awesome as well. We bring in Jay Kahn from the uh, Point, co-host of the Point, the Fantasy Hockey Show, over at SiriusXM. And uh, you can find him on Twitter at Jay Hahn. That's J-H-A-H-N-4. That's the number four. How you doing, Jake? 
Doing great, Gil. And as somebody that doesn't really bet NBA during the regular season like you you guys do, and I kind of jump in during the playoffs, I have been riding this Miami Heat wave. Like, to me, I just got airdropped in, and I'm thinking, like, this team might be the greatest team uh, in the world right now. So I don't know where you guys are at on it, but I'm, I've am i been enjoying cashing some uh, Miami Heat tickets. So the, the that, that is such a great point. Yes, it is. That's, it really that is. sometimes you can be airdropped in and be better off for it. Right, yes. because you're not polluted by you know a whole year sample size for God's sakes, which is really what you should base stuff on. But sometimes it just doesn't work out that way, right? That's what makes this uh, so interesting. Gil, the Heat, the Heat have lost twice this postseason, seven two, and two, two times. Yes. The Warriors have lost six times yeah. already in the playoffs. Well, the, the NHL is a perfect example of that right now as well, guys. Like as someone that bets this, that follows it as close as anyone throughout the course of the regular season, we are getting the craziest playoffs with. You know, a, a Stanley Cup final that could look like the Panthers and the Kraken at, at this moment. And oh. nobody could have predicted that, right? It's like you almost need to to do the uh, the men in black uh, brain wipe before the, the playoffs start to actually know what's, what's going to go on here. Because uh, I, I couldn't have predicted a lot of these teams that are still remaining and that are up in their, uh, their second round series. In fact, I started my hockey segment with uh, Andy McNeil yesterday by saying, tell me why I shouldn't bet the Kraken and the Panthers. The Panthers beating the Kraken at 20 to one in the Stanley Cup finals. So let me, let me ask you, let me ask you to do this. And this is, you're going to hate me for this, but let's obviously there's one series. That's three to nothing with the Leafs down three, nothing to the Panthers and everything else is two to one after the Knights just rolled the Oilers yesterday. I want you to just eliminate those series tallies right now. Of the eight remaining teams, if I asked you to power rank them, again, not with their current situation, but if I asked you to power rank them, who would you have first and second? Who would you have last? Okay, well, I'm going to stick with the Oilers. As as tough as that is to say after last night's terrible performance on home ice, I am going to stick with them at number one here, Gil, because that's the team I back to start the playoffs. That's the team I believe when playing their best is the best team left out of the eight teams. It's been a strange series because I think they've played two really poor games against Vegas and they've lost both of those games. And they played one game on Saturday night that they looked terrific and they looked unbeatable. So it's been a very strange series. It's actually been a strange second round in general with a lot of blowouts so far. The only series that we haven't seen blowouts in is actually the series that's 3 nothing for the Florida Panthers over Toronto. All three games have been very, very close and one-goal games in the third period. Florida's found a way to win all three, and they're up 3 nothing. But the rest of the series, we have seen a, a lot of blowouts. Number eight on the board is tough. Um, I, I suppose I have to put Toronto there just because they're down 3 uh, nothing. But... You know, Dallas is a team that I, I just I want to see more out of. And if Miro Haskinen is hurt, it sounds like he's going to give it a go tonight. Uh, but there's no confirmation on that yet. If he's hurt and misses an extended period of time, uh, I would probably put Dallas there because he is so important for what they do on the ice. Yeah, you're not allowed to use a 3-0 here for the, for the Leafs' sake. But that, you see, when, when we were talking about the NBA playoffs and how you can be airdropped in and you might be better off for it, hockey, see, for those of us who are not as into hockey on a day-to-day basis as you are, this for us, the postseason is just par for the course, right? Like it's ne- it yeah. never goes, you know, to form. So so let's talk about the two games tonight: uh, the Hurricanes and the Devils. The Devils are doing what they did in the first round; they dropped the first two games. And in the case of the first round, they came all the way back to win. They did get Game Three uh, in a resounding fashion. They're minus one fifty favorites here to knot up the series against the old Carolina Hurricanes. What do you think about this? 
Yeah, I don't love the odds here on the Devils, guys, but I do like to play the angle. And we've we've seen this with the Canes now for years, is that they're such a great home team in the playoffs and they do such a, a good job of defending their home ice. And we saw that in games one and two against the Devils. We saw that in games one and two against the Islanders in the first round as well. They're not as good of a road team. And you can certainly fade this Canes team on the road. Now, I would like something a little closer to a pick em. I think minus 150 is a little steep for my liking on the Devils. And I think a lot of people in the betting community are following this angle as well. Bet the Canes at home, fade them on the road. So I do like the Devils to even up the series tonight. Uh, maybe you look to jump in live a little bit. I think that the total is interesting here, actually, because we're seeing an over five and a half, uh, basically minus 110 for both sides, depending on where you look. We've seen three overs so far in this series. Now, these two teams can defend very well, but they can also score and they can also also push the pace. And uh, the Devils came out of the gates in game three and were attacking and were trying to create offense. So if they employ a similar game plan tonight, I think over five and a half it is certainly worth a look in this game. And, and maybe we get our fourth straight over in this series. Tonight. All right. A little total play there on the over. And then tonight, the uh, second of the two, you just talked about how you're not a believer in the stars and they are in Seattle for game four, the Kraken in their second season, trying to do what the golden Knights did in their first, which is get to a Stanley cup finals, uh, some work to be done. But if they can get this one tonight, my goodness, they are uh well on their way. Kraken remain a plus 115 home underdog here. The Kraken kind of feel like the Miami Heat of the NHL playoffs right now. Not in the fact that they were no good in the regular season or anything like that. But when I pull up an odds board, like they were 1-1 in their series uh, with Dallas. They had taken home ice advantage. They'd won a game in Dallas. And they were still 16 to one to win the Stanley cup, kind of similar to the heat where it's like they're up two one in the series, but yet they're 25 to one to win the NBA finals. Nobody's giving them much of a chance. Seattle's kind of been that team too. I think you could still catch them around 10 to one, something in that range to win the Stanley cup. And they're plus money on home ice in, in this game. Like it, there just isn't a lot of respect out there in the odds market for Seattle. Now I mentioned Miro Haskinen. He's a huge key to this game. They're calling him a game time decision. I believe he's going to play. He took a puck to the face during the game, uh, dur during the last game, game three, and it immediately crumbled for Dallas. As soon as he left the ice, they gave up like four goals and they lost the game. Like he is that important. He's one of the best defensemen in the National Hockey League. So if he doesn't go, I, I don't love Dallas's chances. But like I said, I think he's probably going to put the fishbowl on or something like that and give it a go tonight in this game. How effective can he be? We'll have to wait and see. But I, I can't pass up Seattle on home ice at plus money the way that they're playing right now. So I'm going to look to them to go up 3-1 tonight against the Dallas Stars. I'm with you. I haven't made many uh, bets in the postseason, but the Kraken have uh, done very well for me. Tomorrow night, let's get these real quick because uh, we might not have a chance to talk to you beforehand. It is the Maple Leafs and Panthers game for the Panthers looking to sweep the Leafs who did get their first series win since 2004 uh, against the Lightning in the in the last round, but this has not gone well for them. But you said it. You said it that these games have not been blowouts. Um, do you like the Leafs tonight as a short favorite? Do you do you want to sprinkle some on them doing the historic, something that has only been done four times previous in NHL history, coming back from a three to nothing deficit? Yeah, it's interesting. A week ago, we were looking at an odds board and the Toronto Maple Leafs were Stanley Cup favorites, which still didn't really sit well with me. But it was, hey, the you know, Boston was out, Colorado was out. Someone had to be the favorite. And it was the Maple Leafs before they started their series against Florida. Now here we are a week later and they're dead last on the odds board. And it's not even really close because they're down three nothing. But like you mentioned, Gil, all three of these games, I mean, you could make a case they could have flipped the other way and we could be talking about the Leafs up three nothing and Bobrovsky's playing great for the Panthers in between the pipes the Leafs top players have kind of gone away they're generating some chances but they're not going in for them 
you feel like they get one win and try to get themselves back into this series here. Don't love backing them on the road as favorites, though. So I think the, the price for the Leafs would be a pass for me. And it, I mean, if you think they can come back in the series, plus 700 doesn't really do it for me either. But maybe a sprinkle on the 25 to 1 to win the cup. Like if they come back and win this series, that could really bolster them uh, to possibly a cup final. So the 25 Ooh. to 1, I think, for the cup would interest me a lot Ooh. more than than the 7 to 1 to win the uh, win the series. Yeah, but I ultimately, like I, I think Florida finds a way to close this out at some point. 25 to 1 to win the cup. And then real quick, I think you telegraphed your pass here. You, you like the Oilers in game four. Is, is the goaltending the issue? Well, yes, it's one of the issues. And depth is an issue as well, past the top guys. If if McDavid and Dreisaitl aren't going, they don't seem to be getting it from anybody. But yes, goaltending is, is certainly an issue in Edmonton right now as well. But you're backing them. Yes, I have to. Okay. I, I'm going down with the ship here, guys. I Come like on. it. Jake Hahn, everybody. Always great, Jake. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, great talking to you guys as always. Mark Borchard, baseball next on a numbers game at Visa. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.